The Radio of Tomorrow The Monday Morning Memo for October 15th, 2012 Travel agencies were eliminated as a business category when the digital age arrived. Likewise, encyclopedias found they were no longer needed. Soon we were opening the newspaper each morning to read headlines we already knew about. Newspaper doubled over in pain and fell to its knees. The yellow pages got dusty and catalogs quit arriving in the mail. Why print on paper when we can put our stuff on a computer screen that's already in the customer's home? A single online catalog company, Amazon.com, now facilitates 25% of all the online purchases in the United States. And isn't a blog just an electronic diary, a journal open to public view? Electronic media has been damaged far less than print media by the arrival of the digital age. In short, TV and radio are doing just fine. Right now you're thinking, But what about iPods and Pandora and smartphones and online listening and satellite radio? Does anyone listen to regular radio anymore? Research director tells us the average American spends only 15.4 hours a week listening to the radio these days, a decline of 11% since 1970. Media Audit says the decline is 13%, down to just 17 hours per week. And a 2010 Bridge Ratings study puts the decline at 18%, bringing the average down to about 18 hours per week in radio listening. Obviously, these research firms don't agree on the details, but they do agree on this. Radio alarm clocks wake America in the morning, and radio remains our companion in the car. People who work alone at night, about 14% of our nation, think of the radio as a friend. Roughly three years after online radio becomes standard equipment in the dash of new cars, geographically targeted online radio advertising will become a powerful tool. Trust me, I'm keeping a close eye on this. But what about right now, today? My clients across America currently air 52-week radio schedules on more than 700 radio stations, so it can reasonably be said that I've spent a few hundred million dollars buying airtime over the past 25 years. Radio is considered mass media for a reason. It reaches the unwashed, unfiltered masses, rich and poor alike, homeowners, apartment dwellers, and children still bumming a room from their parents. Generally speaking, radio is not good at targeting specific types of persons. But it's great for building a reputation. If you want the public to think of you when they need what you sell, a non-stop radio schedule will work wonders. But don't fall into the trap of overpaying to be on the, quote, right station. Radio goes fishing with a net pulling up thousands of fish with each pass through the waters. If you want to sit on the riverbank with a pole and a hook and target a specific type of customer, use magazines or a list or invest in Google AdWords. But know this, the success of your ad campaign won't be determined by your choice of media. The success of your ad campaign will be determined by your choice of message. Weak ads fail, regardless of which media delivers them. Strong ads succeed, regardless of which media delivers them. 
How strong are your ads? Want to make them stronger? Go to wizardacademy.org and look at, under the course list, the October 30th to November 1st session of The Magnificent Seven. Roy H. Williams. This week, Dean Rothbard interviews Don Miracle, whose eight-month-old company, Hot Straw, is in the final days of raising $18,000 from complete strangers online. Will she succeed? Would crowdfunding work for you and your business? Listen to Dean and Dawn on Monday Morning Radio. And by the way, has anyone else noticed that Rothbart tends to interview extremely pretty women? <laughs> Ciao for now. Just go to mondaymorningradio.com.